Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, we had two brand new episodes for you. First up, I spoke to John Delegati of SDI about why tech implementations have such a high failure rate and what supply chain teams need to consider so that we can turn them around into a higher success rate. You're not going to want to miss that. Then on Blended, I spoke to a group of professionals about preference versus bias. This all came about from a conversation I had with a friend of mine last year. I share the story and more on this episode, so you be- you don't want to miss that. It is a tricky one, right? Preference versus bias, and you'll see why when you tune in. So if you haven't checked out these episodes, um, make sure to catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com on our YouTube channel or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. If you did listen or watch, I hope you enjoyed it. SDI was episode 391 and Blended was episode 392. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. When you're looking for cutting-edge resources on innovation and trends across supply chain, where do you go? What about when you're on a mission to find like-minded professionals and cultivate relationships that go beyond an emoji reaction? And what about when you're trying to generate leads, build campaigns, and get ahead of the game in the unique world of supply chain marketing? Supply Chain has been missing a single collaborative hub that brings people and ideas together in an environment that is safe yet stimulating for everyone until now. Just one platform that's as dynamic and innovative as you are. Welcome to the Secret Society of Supply Chain, a private network for the supply chain community. An industry first brought to you by supply chain media entrepreneur, Sarah Barnes-Humphrey. The Secret Society of Supply Chain brings professionals of all backgrounds and experience levels together in the industry's largest dynamic network, focusing on industry learning and career development, as well as networking and community. The Secret Society of Supply Chain hosts all the content, connection, and creativity you need for supply chain success. But which group is for you? Well, head over to letstalksupplychain.com, find the Secret of Society banner, and take the quiz and join our waitlist. There are limited number of spots available, so make sure to get on that waitlist so that you are one of the first into the Secret Society of Supply Chain. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Before we start the show, I have another brain teaser for you. Now, according to a report by Deloitte, the cost of last mile logistics accounts for what percentage of the total delivery cost? Well, we know the final mile is complex and complex equals costly. But what do you think? Let me know your guesses over on social and keep listening because I'll let you know at the end of the show. So today I'm joined by a brand that was recently named on Inc. Magazine's Best places, best workplaces in 2023, ranked number 23 on Forbes list of America's best startup employers and number 48 on the Inc. 
5,000. They're an impressive organization and they've been on the show once before. But who are they? Well, we'll, we will reveal that all after the question of the week. So we ask you a question every single Wednesday morning across the Let's Talk Supply Chain, LinkedIn and Instagram. And it's to get the community talking, thinking about different things when it comes to your teams, when it comes to leadership, and really giving you an insight on what everybody is thinking about. Now, this week, we asked you a question, how do you effectively manage your deadlines? Now, with over 500 votes, 62% of you said prioritization first, 20% of you said time blocking, 15% of you said multitasking, and 3% of you said, I delegate it. Jenny says a combination of the first three, I time block the priority items and multitask just about everything else. Kevin said, I always start with prioritization, writing or inputting all my to do and create an action plan per task. Renee said, is there an all of the above option? We should probably consider that for next time. Well, thank you so much to everybody who weighed in on that question of the week. Remember to head over and check that out every single Wednesday morning. Now back to today's episode and which award-winning supply chain brand is joining me today? Well, it's OneRail. OneRail is a leading omni-channel fulfillment solution pairing best-in-class software with logistics as a service to provide dependability and speed to help businesses meet their delivery promise. With a real-time connected network of 12 million drivers, OneRail matches the right vehicle for the right delivery brand so that brands lower expenses and increase capacity to rapidly rapidly scale their businesses. And it's Peter, Senior Vice President of Logistics Optimization and Procurement at OneRail that is joining me for the show. Now, Peter has spent his career working in various logistics roles as a carrier at CH Robinson, as an operator at Land O Lakes, and as a retailer at Target, as well as others. So it's safe to say that he brings an incredible wealth of knowledge and experience to his role at OneRail. So today, Peter and I will be talking all about the final mile. We're going to dive into how it's evolved over the last five years, the role the pandemic has played in that evolution, what the final mile looks like now, and the customer expectations that are shaping that picture, why organizations should be diversifying their carrier networks, and how OneRail are helping customers to achieve 100% visibility and reduce shipping time and costs for a responsive customer experience. All right. So welcome to the show, Peter. How are you? I'm great. It's great to be at Manifest. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's buzzing. Uh, lots of people here and a lot of excitement this year. Yeah, so we had Bill from OneRail on the show. We um, actually did it at Home Delivery World, which was a lot of fun too. He did a deep dive into who OneRail is, who your ideal client is, what does onboarding look like, real life examples of how you help your customer. So if anybody has not gone and listened or watched that episode, go and check out more about OneRail because today we're talking about a topic that is really top of mind for a lot of supply chain professionals. It's a topic after your own heart. We're gonna learn more about your journey. Yeah. So tell us about that. Talk to us about your background, what you're doing today. How did you get into this? Yeah, I started out logistics at CH Robinson. Um, started before logistics and supply chain kind of became a cool new age Oh, come thing. on. It's <laughs> been cool for a long time. It has in my mind, just maybe not everybody's. <laughs> okay, in our minds, so, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so started out my career there, really got, a, I would call it a bachelor in uh, logistics. And then um, really started my final mile career at, at Target and helping them build what you see today. The shipped acquisition starting same day delivery, next day wow. delivery. 
um, moved to a point company called Point Pickup, really helped them build the gig economy and compete with the DoorDash Ubers of the world. And wow. really, that's kind of where this transition has taken me to OneRail. We're heading up procurement partnerships and uh, really customer interactions. How can we optimize and work together? Now, that's a really crazy transition it from kind of like the customer side now to the technology side. Talk to me about that transition and what that looked like for you and why you decided to come to the dark side. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, um, you know, the transition has been great. I think the key word that I would use is perspective. I think perspective of really understanding what a shippers need and then from a carrier side, this technology component side, how do right. we help them enable those solutions yeah. to really help them get mitigate risk, service, get them all the things that they need and the visibility to be um, robust and, and fight these challenges that we're seeing in the supply chain today. Yeah, and you really know what that looks like coming from that side. So I'm sure you've got a lot of great perspectives and we're gonna hear some about that today. Before we get into it though, just give us high level. What does OneRail do? OneRail is a final mile platform that's able to connect you as a shipper and the and the, the really the carriers of the world to be able to have one universal platform to help you enable your final mile deliveries, whether that be to a customer's home or to a store or wherever you may need. Amazing. Now, I want to talk about the evolution of final mile. I believe that you've probably seen it all. It has been. I want to go back maybe five years. So what were we dealing with five years, you know, pre-pandemic? Yep. Through the pandemic, obviously there was a surge, everything went upside down, and now we're on the other side of that. So talk to us about that evolution. What have you really seen and noticed um, happening in the final mile industry? Yeah, it's, it's a great question, and it's been a fun, fast five to 10 years. You know, if you look back a little bit, I think the number, the, the first component has been consumer behavior, right? That kind of drives what happens in the economy, and consumers... Um, really started wanting things faster with more visibility, more reliability. And the second component that I think really enabled that was you had the launching of Uber, which really was only 10, 12 years ago. It and was? That get a, yeah, it was, which is wow. crazy. It's <laughs> and, and Amazon really launched their same-day delivery to Prime customers only eight years ago, which wow. is mind-boggling to think about. So really that building of that gig economy really has enabled what we see today. Yeah. Um, and really the third part is the lovely COVID that we, we had. And mm -hmm. really what COVID did is it amplified an industry that was already growing and, and took three to five years out of that cycle and right. really amplified it. Well, and one of the things that you mentioned is visibility. Now, I saw a recent stat that most supply chain teams only have 6% visibility of their supply chains. Yes. What would you say to that? Because 94% is a long way to go. I honestly thought we were way more ahead than that. Yes. It's, um, word is scary. I would, that's the way I would describe right? it. I know. It, it is. It's, um, you know, without visibility, without that reliability, how are you able to mitigate risk? How are you able to plan? How are you able to make sure that you're yep. delivering to your customers' promises? And they have a range of promises that they're really looking for and wanting. So mm -hmm. it's scary. We do have a long ways to go. Uh, Final Mile has really helped push in that from a technology standpoint. Yeah. Well, and customer demand, like you said, has changed. Customer expectations. What are we looking at for 2024? What should we be keeping an eye on? How are those customer demands really shaping operations, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing efficiency is going to be a part of that. Talk us through how people are really thinking about their supply chains based on those new customer demands. And what are those customer demands for yeah. 2024? 
Um, I think a lot of the same. I think what you're seeing is the customers, retailers, right? They want speed, reliability, visibility, um, and really being able to control those and being able to offer all those different choices, how you want it, when you want it, and where you want it. And so as customer or as retailers and customers start to do that, you have to partner with folks that are able to do that and able to have that flex- flexibility and speed to yeah. be able to be nimble, to be able to deliver your customers. And that's really what we're trying to do at Ra- OneRail is be able to offer that um, to them how they want it and when they want it. Well, and another stat that I heard while at Manifest as well is that a lot of customers are making or consumers are making a decision based on how fast they're going to get delivery. And I think on average, it's like next day. If you've got anything more than next day, people are heading somewhere else. Are you seeing that too? And is that really going to drive some of the strategies that we're looking at for 2024? It it will. The final mile is starting to become more mature as we know it today for the Mm -hmm. final mile. And it is making those decisions. Um, You know, Personally, we look at it, and if I see something that's two days or longer, I'm like, that's 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 not possible, We're right? We're so impatient. <laughs> we are. We are. We become impatient. Um, but I th- I think the the things that retailers and consumers need to know is that even having that next day or same day, you're able to batch and do some really cool things that drives down costs and it, it increases speed and reliability right. um, and consistency, which everybody's really looking for. Yeah. So talk to me about those options that you know clients have or that consumers are expecting from your kind of clients what are they looking for what are the options that your clients have to be able to service those really demanding customer expectations yeah it's a it's a great question um depending on the consumer the product that they're wanting i think that's one of the things that's really left out in this discussion is when people talk about you know final mile delivery they think of the you know, that DoorDash order of, of coffee that may be coming to their house, but it's so much more than that, right? Sofas, big and bulky items are becoming yes. in that category now. It's one of the fastest growing categories. And consumers are wanting that at the same speed and reliability as, you know, the hammer that may be delivering to your home from a Lowe's home improvement. I can't, I, I can't believe that because I used to be in logistics, right? And so I know that furniture big and bulky was always something that we all had trouble with. It is. And now they're expecting it next day and you're kind of like, is this possible? It is. And it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's possible today. There's still lots of challenges with it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you go from a retailer having that space in the back room store of filling small micro items. That's a lot easier than, you know, you're starting as you're having couches, um, swings, all of those type of things that are take up a lot more room and space, but we're getting there and they're figuring it out and we're there to partner with them to get that speed and reliability, whether they want it in an hour or they Mm -hmm. want it next day. So talk to me about that partnership and how you come into play. Um, How should people be evaluating a partnership like one with OneRail? What types of things should they be thinking about, questions that they should be asking themselves? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I think carrier base, and we call them logistics partners, those are one of the biggest things you need to evaluate. Who are they working with? Why are they working with them? What to- what type of relationships do they have with them? Right. I would I at, at OneRail, our logistics partnerships are as strong as our customer partnerships, right. and they need to be because without either or, you really don't have a business. So that's so true. Yeah. It's it's really really important to be able to 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 marry those two together and actually bring everybody at the same seat of the table and have one universal conversation 
um, and be open and honest with each other to be able to really solve what they're looking for. Yeah. So let's talk about capacity and risk. I think that is something that has been coming up since 2023, yes, but has merged into 2024. Yes. I think we're also talking about supplier diversity. That's part of the conversation, sustainability. Yep. There's so many things that we have to consider and people are talking about, things that are top of mind, right? Yes. Talk to me about all of that. How does that all of that sort of figure into that supply chain strategy, that final mile strategy? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because even if you go back a couple of years ago, you had the complete opposite, right? The capacity right. was not there to service everything that was going and the demand and the growth of the double, triple digits growth in e-commerce. And then over the last year and a half, you've kind of had the complete opposite where there's maybe a little bit more capacity than there is right. uh, demand. So, you know, the, the fortunate part of, once again, partnering with us or, you know, similar folks in the industry is we're able to help you ebb and flow and we're able, able to help you mitigate that, whether it's you need more demand, less demand, different times of the year. We have different peaks throughout the entire year. It feels like a peak season actually kind of all year long. <laughs> all um, the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> And uh, so it's really being able to have someone that's flexible, reliable, and can help you not only on that gig economy, but on that big and bulky aspect as well. Yeah. So you really need to have diversification when you're thinking about carriers. Yes. Right? To really mitigate that risk. So talk to me a little bit about that, a little bit more. Let's do a deeper dive into sort of the risk that that poses and how somebody or a supply chain team, a supply chain professional can really think about moving their supply chains forward in 2024. Yeah, I think I think when you're looking at it, it's you never want too many eggs in one basket, right? I don't, I don't want it in my personal life. You don't want it in your business as well. And so what we do is that when we're partnering with any of our customers, we're always looking at what is that right mix? We don't want to get ever too dependent on one logistics right. provider or a little a partner of ours mm -hmm. to say we're too heavy one way, we're too heavy another. And that's, once again, from pricing, from service, yeah. from reliability. We always want to make sure they have that nice, healthy, even spread. Um, mm -hmm. So we're able to leverage and service them in every way that they want. And it's kind of a balancing act. It is. Right? And you really need to have communication. You have to understand all the capabilities. I feel like sometimes we partner with technology or maybe service providers, but we don't really understand all the capabilities. And then all of a sudden we're going to look for one piece that we could have actually really had a conversation with those we're already working with. Yes. Right? I agree with you. And I think some, somebody told me one time, seek to understand. And I think it's been one of the most okay. powerful comments is we take a very much approach of 80% technology, 20% human interaction. You're never going to get rid of that human interaction to solve those problems. Right. And you really need to understand what is the customer trying to solve for? And that's that's been, like I said, very fortunate part on my side is being on the flip side, understanding the challenges, the trials and tribulations that yeah. they've had and be able to come back in and talk with our team and create a solution that they can, you know, is, is powerful and helpful to them. So talk to us about an example of that. What was a challenge that maybe a customer had yep. that you brought back to the team? How did you solve it? And what was the value to the customer? Yes. Um, we actually just recently had an example going back to the big and bulky delivery. Okay. We have a customer that wants on-demand delivery van and box trucks within an hour delivery. Um, that wow. is very, very challenging. <laughs> and so the original scope of the project and why we started working with them um, evolved and their demands and their customers' demands evolved. Mm -hmm. And so they approached us and said, we would like to work on a new SLA. Can you do this? So what we did is we came back, created a solution, worked with our partners, 
and said, whether it's your partners you're working with today mm -hmm. or partners of ours, we can use either of those and be very flexible to fulfill your needs. So wow. not easy, um, not always uh, a lot of sleepless nights, but that's what we're trying to do is ultimately solve their problems. Sleepless nights. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all problem solvers, right? Yes. Supply chain professionals are innate problem solvers. This is what we do for a living. It's kind of where we thrive. It is. So bring it all back then to OneRail. You gave us a really great example. But if somebody's looking to mitigate risk, they're looking at their final mile strategy for 2024, what advice would you give them? I think the biggest thing that I would say is partnerships, right? That open, transparent partnerships. When you come in and you partner with OneRail, what we do is we come in and we actually listen. What are you trying to solve for? How do we create a solution? The biggest story I can say is I'm from Rochester, Minnesota, and they had uh, a... <laughs> I thought I saw. Yes, I thought yes, I heard yes, a little bit Yes, a little bit of, of Minnesota right. accent. Um, <laughs> and we were fortunate to have the Mayo Clinic. And what the Mayo Clinic does so well is when you have a problem, they come in with a host of team and doctors and they listen to what you have. And then they come back to their board and they say, how can we best solve and service you? And so we very much take that approach at OneRail to say, we want to hear, we're going to bring in all of our experts from technology, from solutions, from pricing. We okay. want to hear your story. We don't want you to tell us 5,000 times. And then we create a solution and work with you to yeah. solve your problems. So like that's that. really what we're looking to do through that trust, honesty, and respect. I like that. And you kind of grow together, right? We do. You are invested so. in their success. They are invested in your success. And there's really not one problem that you can't solve together. It, it might not be the way that you envision the solution to be, yep. but isn't that the fun, right? The creativity, the innovation, that's how we're going to move final mile forward. And like, if you're thinking about drones, I heard somebody fulfillment to delivery, click yep. to delivery was 15 minutes. Yes. That's hard to do with big and bulky. It is. But I'm pretty sure it's coming. It, it, it is coming and we're trying to look forward, you know, how many years, how many months in advance, how many days in advance to say, how can we solve for this um, and, and be more nimble and, and be able to react for our customers? Amazing. So talk to me about 2024. What's in store for Final Mile in 2024? Or maybe what should the audience be thinking about, right? Yeah, I think the, the big thing in 2024 is I believe we're starting to get on the backside of this hump of, of this depressed demand. And so we're going to see it get back to a normalized state. Yay! That, Everybody's that's my goal. Cheering. That's my prediction. <laughs> we're um, going to hold you to I it. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope we're here in a year from now and talking about how we were right on that. So, um, but really being able to partner and, and, and pick the right partners. And I think this gig economy world especially is We've, uh, we're fortunate to have really strong relationships with the DoorDash, the Ubers, the Roadies, the Point Pickups of the world, um, and really banding together with them and in concert or in partnership, excuse me, with uh, the customers and really saying, how do we solve this together? How do we create these solutions? Mm -hmm. So I think uh, 2024 is a big partnership. Um, visibility and reliability. Collaboration is the future of business. Yes. I say that all the time. Everybody's probably tired of me hearing <laughs> me say that. But what's next for OneRail? What can we expect on the next part of the journey? Uh, we have a lot going on this year, a lot of interesting partnerships, a lot of growth potentials. Um, and so you're going to see a lot of new interesting things from us, such as the on-demand, truly on-demand delivery box truck and delivery van. Okay. Um, expanding significantly in those areas. Um, lots more investment in technology, people, and uh, really partnerships that we have. Well, I can't wait to see that. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, where can they do that? What's your website? OneRail.com. 
we're here available. I'm happy to take your comments, questions anytime. Uh, and help in any way we possibly can. Well, and considering that you helped with Target's final mile too, right? Yes. I would want everybody to reach out to you when they have kind of those similar challenges Absolutely. because you can empathize with that. Yes. Right? And really help them to find a solution. I love that. So looking into 2024, what's one piece of advice? What's one thing that you think the audience should really be focused on other than partnerships? Because I know you mentioned yep. that before, which is great for what you're doing at OneRail, but I'm thinking like the shippers, the supply yep. chain professionals, what's one thing they should focus on? I think risk mitigation is still a big thing. I think okay. that's what we saw in COVID was a lot of companies, a lot of organizations had to maybe, in whether it's inventory, whether it's mm -hmm. their customers on that aspect, too much in one bucket. And so I think spreading that out and, and really getting to that healthy mix so you have a lot of good partners to work with, I think is is really what will be a top of mind for most supply chain professionals. Amazing. Well, you have given us so much great advice. I love to hear about how you are collaborating, you're partnering in 2024, and I can't wait to see what 2025 brings, not only for the industry, Final Mile, yourself, One Rail, because I think really the future is bright and it's a fun, creative, you know, great time to be in supply chain. What do you think? It is. It is. Uh, I think they, they said many, many years ago when I got into logistics, you either stay in logistics or you don't. And, you uh, don't. <laughs> and uh, I, I've stuck with it and I love it. I love solving the problems. Um, that's really what drives and motivates me and, and really working with people to figure out how we can solve and, and work together. So Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me and look forward to it. Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity, bottom line, and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. So did you have a guess at today's big question? At the top of the show, I asked you, according to a report by Deloitte, the cost of last mile logistics accounts for what percentage of the total delivery cost? Well, the global average cost of last mile de logistics delivery accounts for a huge 41% of the total delivery cost. That's one big reason why your organization should be putting the spotlight on the fi final mile for 2024. And if you want to learn more about OneRail, go to OneRail.com. If you'd like to hear more from us, we have plenty more content for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. If you have a supply chain uh, challenge, we have most likely had the solution on our show. So use the search bar on our website and put in the keyword and all of that will come up and you can find out whether you're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you. And remember to come back next week. I'm going to be joined by Yifat and Padu from OSA. They've been on the show before, but this time they joined me in person at Manifest. And we are talking about the three C's of data and AI. Not sure where to start? Well, this is the episode for you. So to make sure to come back next week and check it out.
If you enjoy the show, there's a few ways to support us. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. We're also over on TikTok. Subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube and it's Let's Talk Supply Chain. You can also find some really cool merch uh, over on letstalksupplychain.com in our shop. Now we have something for every single supply chainer in your life. And if you're looking for a community to join, we have a community for you. Now we launched the Secret Society of Supply Chain and we've got three different groups. The Supply Chainers is for everyone and we've got exclusive content. This is content you cannot find anywhere else and I am interviewing some of the biggest experts for their advice and best practices so that you can take that back to your team. Plus, you can network online with other people within the industry. Next, we've got a virtual monthly meetup for women in supply chain professionally facilitated. We are getting some amazing feedback from our first cohort, so make sure you don't miss out. And then lastly, we have a virtual monthly meetup for marketing professionals in supply chain called The Creative Room. If you want to get some time with me, on a monthly basis. We'd love to have you. Now you're going to hear from potential clients. We're going to hear from experts and so, so much more. So head over to secretsocietyofsupplychain.com and join the community that's right for you today. And remember, if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.